Hey guys, before we get into the podcast, we wanted to quickly make a disclaimer. In this episode, we discuss television shows like Skins, Euphoria, and 13 Reasons Why. Each series addresses serious subject matter, such as eating disorders, suicide, sexual assault, drug abuse, and more. We wanted to also mention we are not doctors, and all of the discussions are based on personal experience. No hard feelings if this isn't the episode for you. Here's the intro. Hey. Hey. We're back. (laughs) We're back. It's season two. New year, new season. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we haven't done an episode since our Christmas special on on YouTube only. YouTube exclusive episode. It's like Emma's podcast is Spotify exclusive now. Yeah, that's crazy. She's probably making bank. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um anyway, we're we're not Emma though, unfortunately. So Anyway. <laughs> what is up, Paige? <laughs> I like we haven't I don't know. It's been like crazy. This semester too, I feel like for our course, we have a lot of just like choose your own stuff. I don't really have a lot of classes with like anyone. So, I literally like I cannot think of the last time I saw you in person. I think it was probably Lydia's. Oh, party. wait. Yeah, that was kind of recently for some reason I thought. <laughs> I was like I haven't seen Paige since like November. <laughs> no, but that's so fair because that is true. Cuz like before the Christmas break. School's so like hard. It gets busy. I don't know. It does get busy. Especially this semester is she's doing her thing. She's she's pretty heavy. Anyway, in typical IRL fashion, the show's not changing this season, really. Um, we're going to have some special guests on. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so look out for that. We have some good topics. So, yeah. But anyway, as our, our favorite segment is our obsessions of the week, what we're loving right now. Do you want to start? I can start. I don't really care. I can start. I'll go in. Um, I would say my favorite thing right now, it's been like a hot minute since we've did, like done this, so I'm really racking my brain. I think I'm going to say uh, I really like this band, Inhaler. They just came out with a new album, so it's called Cuts and Bruises. Pretty good. Banger. I'm going to see them in March, so. Yeah. So excited. Um, do you have a favorite song off the album? I haven't listened to it, but... Um, you know, I think it's kind of, like, cheesy to say one of the singles are my favorite, but I really do like Love Will Get You There, which was a single, but out of the songs that were released with the album, Dublin and Ecstasy is also pretty good. I like that one. Isn't... I don't know anything about Inhaler. Is one of them a Nepo baby? Yes. The lead singer is um, Bono's son. Oh. 
Okay, ra- random. I feel like I feel like all Nebo babies are pretty random. Um, I don't know. They're just like I don't even know who your dad is. Like I I know who Bato is. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, my obsession right now it's kind of it's not really niche at all. I try to I try to be quirky girl, but I've been obsessed with Drag Race lately, which is like a long time. Like I've always loved the show, but like so the the new season's airing right now, and I'm I'm real I'm weirdly invested, even though I don't really like the queens on the show. Like I'm like I like I don't know. I just like I get fired up about it. So like especially it's just like good conversation. Like me and all my coworkers, we love talking about it each week. So yeah, I keep watching it. But over reading week, I've been like bored and kind of tired of watching just like normal TV. So like whenever that happens, I normally go to reality TV. Like that's my, my go-to. I love reality TV. So I've just been like watching old drag race seasons on loop. And I've watched like five full seasons this week of drag race, which is like insane. Like what is wrong with me? (laughs) And it's like, I have a life. I promise I like work and stuff, but I, I don't know where I'm finding this time. I've watched so many. It's your, it's your free time. And you know what? Yeah, sometimes you got to consume some media that's just, like, pretty positive and doesn't really impact anything. (laughs) Like, it's so, like, it's so, like, isolated from anything that I'm just, like, oh, I can just shut my brain off and watch these, like, people be funny. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah, exactly. Like, just no thoughts. (laughs) No thoughts. Head empty. Um, speaking of head empty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't know if that was a bad joke. No, I think it was funny. I think it was really good. Today we're talking about mental health. <laughs> Maybe that was a weird transition. I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, so if we're not gonna I don't think we're gonna get too in depth with anything, but if topics of mental health upset you maybe this isn't the week for you to listen and that's okay because we have plenty of more fun episodes planned and you're not really missing anything, I promise. Not really. Um, I need to look at, like, what I want to talk about. I don't know if you want to start. Yeah, sure. I mean, on the realm of mental health, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy. It's crazy. Um, I think one thing that's crazy is, like, how much we talk about mental health now, not in a bad way, like not, that's not crazy, but I just, I feel like I never heard anyone talking about it as a kid or like I never saw it on TV or anything. So I think that's like cool that it's like a conversation in everyday life type of thing. Like we can be more open about that. I love that. Yeah. Um, speaking of TV, I really wanted to just, for some reason with this topic, I want to talk about skins because (laughs) That show <laughs> is is a foundational issue for a lot of things, for a lot of people. Um, yeah, I don't know when you watch Skins. I feel like every every slightly mentally ill girly has seen Skins. At least, like, I, I don't think I've seen the show all the way through. I think I just watched, like, the first, you know, they do, like, the generations. Like, I watched, like, the first group. Me too. I don't think I ever got, pa- I might have watched part of the second, but after a while it was too much, you know? Mm-hmm. I watched, yeah, I watched the first generation, and then I watched, like, probably three episodes into the one with Effie, 
but I didn't like I didn't that one didn't grip on me and I'm actually kind of glad because I saw some edits later on and I was like wow I thought the first one was difficult to watch the edits <laughs> i okay i would go on youtube at like i don't even know how old i was like this had to have been early high school i think and i would just like watch skins at like sad skins edits that was that was my favorite thing in the entire world and like why i don't know why why is my why do, do i want to watch that i don't know it, there was like some kind of like like it sounds awful, but, like, an appeal to, like, how sad they were. I well, I think I think a lot of it's, like, actually, I don't know what I think. I was going to say something, and then I, I, it left my mind. I need to, like, remember how to podcast right now. The, like, wheel, the wheels are not turning in my brain. Like I, I'm, like, right, I need to be actively engaging in a conversation. <laughs> like, when's the last time I've done that? Um... Yeah, Skins. It was like I feel like it was one of the first teen shows. I I don't I don't know any other adult shows, but like one of the first teen shows to really talk about mental health and like also substance issues. Like Euphoria, who those kids were those kids were crazy. I remember. I don't. I think it was like in the first episode they they like threw this huge party, and I I like I wanted it made me want a party. I did not as as we all know. I did not after that, but. I just, like, wanted to be them so bad. And I think it's, like, at least, like, with Skins, a lot of people just, like, teenagers are just, like, projecting onto the characters. Like, that's what I did. Like, I found my, like, favorite girly and was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> she She's just like me. And then I was watching the edits being like, yes, this is, this is me. You know what was also bad about that show, I think, is that people would watch it and there's always, like, in shows you're, like, well, not always. Maybe this is just, like, a certain people trait. It's definitely a me trait that when I watch something, if there's a character that I like in it, I kind of want to be like them. And so then I would watch it and be like, wow, Cassie is so crazy. I was just about to say that because there's a specific scene. And there, it, it was, like, on YouTube. I think, you're like, you're already going to know what I'm saying. But it's this, this whole scene where Cassie's, like, basically explaining how like her tips and tricks with her ed and is like at a table being like this is how i show like pretend to eat when i'm eating with someone that scene <laughs> that is that's messed up how, when she's at the party and she reorganizes the entire cabinet but she just smells the food that that was that's like i just yeah those it's hard to like draw a line between what's good for representation of mental health and like what's like okay this is kind of just teaching people type of thing which is hard especially sorry I'm gonna keep going but um with like the whole Cassie thing like EDs are so competitive you know like people will see things and be like oh yeah that's what that's why they do so well and that's why you, they always pop up on social media as like a trend type of thing especially like I see it on TikTok a lot too um yeah, I just think that's why, which is, like, it's kind of hard to go against that. But what were you going to say? I was just going to, like, bring up, like, even with, like, when 13 Reasons Why came out. Yeah. <laughs> I know that that was huge, too. And there was, like, that big battle about, like, what was, like, good for representation and what was just not right to show. 
insane. Like, it's insane that... Because Skins was so far before that, and I feel like it kind of did the same thing. But that bathtub scene, this is really, like... I just found out, actually, that that was removed. Yeah, it was. And I did not know that. Yeah. I had definitely... I watched it, like, the first week it came out. So, like... I've actually never seen 13 Reasons Why, but I've, like, heard enough. Because when it was, when it, like, first came out, it was such a big deal. Like, everyone was watching it. Everyone was talking about it. At least, like, at my school, I remember it. And I always, like, I think this was in eighth grade. I don't know if this was season one or two, but in eighth grade, um, this kid, like, came up to me in my, in one of my classes and was like, you look like the girl from 13 Reasons Why. Obviously the brown one, not, (laughs) um... I can't think of her. For a second, I was like, Hannah Baker? (laughs) (laughs) Hannah Baker in the flesh. Um, No, I look like, I don't know her character's name, but Alicia Bowe. And literally, for every time that show was airing, it was always, oh, you look like the girl from 13 Reasons Why. And that, like, turned me away from the show. And also just, like, I I was not really messing with the subject matter. I just thought it was weird. Especially, like, the whole tape thing. Yeah, it was... I'm not gonna lie, I think I watched, I can't even, I don't know if I finished, I did actually. I think I did finish season two, and then I don't know how many seasons there are. I think three. I don't think I watched season three, I just, I don't think I finished season two, because I feel like it, at the end of season two is that broomstick scene, right? And I did not watch that. No. That is absolutely insane and if they were gonna remove stuff i feel like that is something to remove especially like i feel like like skins 13 reasons why is so catered towards teens that that's just not okay because teens are so impressionable and stupid i just remember like season one was weird but it was almost like a okay, like, this is very, like, this is very extra and, like, wouldn't really happen in this sense. And then season two came out and they made it, like, about, like, very, very structured around, like, sexual assault and stuff like that. And it was, like, very visual and very aggressive with it. And I was just, like, wow this is a lot and the whole entire time that that was happening Dylan Minnette was just running around like oh my god I'm in love with this dead girl and I was like this is not like a storyline that I want to be converging like this is a lot for me and I remember that's when like season two came out and everyone was like release Dylan Minnette from the shackles of 13 reasons why that poor guy (laughs) he did not he didn't deserve that. He didn't know. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was like, Selena Gomez wants me to play a lead? Of course I'll take it. Poor guy. And then he's making music like quarterback, and we're like... Whoa. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I feel like those shows are always really interesting, and like I feel like the today's version of that is definitely Euphoria. Um... A lot of I feel like the the mental health stuff is I don't I don't want to say like more subtle because they do like the the special episodes and stuff and they do go in depth but I feel like they don't like outwardly talk about it which I guess Skins doesn't do either I'm just comparing more to Thirteen Reasons Why they're like they're not openly like oh well my 
insert thing did, made me do this, you know? I think that's interesting. It's more subtle. And like with Euphoria, I know there was a lot of like discourse constantly when that season two, at least when season two was airing, it was like all you could see on your timeline was Euphoria, blah, 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 blah. And it's all this discourse about like these characters and stuff. And it's, it's very interesting because they were like, I feel like people were just treating them like real people too. I don't know. Like they're obviously written and that's kind of where like mental health stuff gets weird because it's like, I feel like it's never fully accurate on TV, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like also with Euphoria, like season one, I was watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this definitely happened in my high school. And I think that was a big appeal with season one was like, people were like, this is like crazy, but also like all of these are very, very, like, realistic. Maybe not to, like, every person, but at least for, like, where I'm from, like, that stuff was happening. And then when season two came out, I feel like it, like, built on those and took them all to, like, extremes. And I feel like people also, I've, like, been told by, like, many people that, like, they have a hard time watching it or, like, decided to stop watching it because it was, like, too much for them yeah and And I think it's good to draw that line for yourself though um because they're just it's not it's not worth just participating in some like it's okay to miss out on one thing if it's gonna be a detriment to you you know um on to another topic um how do you feel social media kind of impacts your mental health or like how, how have you seen it I don't know um I would say I feel like this isn't like a a major issue for me anymore I feel like it definitely like was an issue with me when I'm young I was younger I think social media like we all know that it's not great for your mental health but I also personally I use social media to like share my like exciting events that happen in my life so I post those as kind of like a timeline to go look back on I'm always looking at my Instagram posts it might sound egotistical but like I'll be scrolling through those videos at concerts all the time if you guys don't want to see it sorry but I do so I'm gonna watch them a lot um and that also I think contributes to a mental health issue that's more personal which would be if I'm doing that others are obviously doing that and then there's that kind of FOMO attached to it that I think really that's the biggest thing for me is when I see people doing things and doing things that I want to do without me I'm like ah. My life is so sad. Yeah. Why wasn't I there? Why didn't I do that? But I think, I don't know. I feel like I'm just, like, theorizing right now. (laughs) But, like, if you look at that in a broader spectrum, you realize that there's FOMO attached to it, obviously. But everyone's just posting things that they want to remember. I think that's my biggest, like, concept on, like, social media in regards to mental health. It's kind of, like, your own thing. That, like, 
it can be bad, but also it can be good, and it's you've got to set your own boundaries, sort of. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think for me, at least especially when I was younger, I like. I'm first of all, I'm so glad that social media wasn't a thing when I was like, like the fact that there are kids on TikTok at like eight. <laughs> good luck, Charlie. <laughs> like good luck charlie good luck um because even i'm trying to think of when i even got on social media like i was like 11 i think i was 12 i was like near 13 because that's technically when you're supposed to and at least when i was turning 13 it was like you really had to get permission from your parents to get instagram was more the vibe 13 with parental yeah um so after i like begged my parents and stuff i got instagram and like immediately like with all the, like, influencers and beauty gurus and stuff. Because I loved me some Bethany Moda. Like, I, I love the beauty gurus. So, like, I would follow them on Instagram and I would just see how awesome their lives were. So bad for me. Um, bad for everyone. I feel like this is a pretty basic conversation even. I feel like we talk about, like, we as and everyone talks about this a lot. But, like, seeing all these, like, perfect people or, like, the Kardashians and, like, filters especially like those tiktok filters that are like makeup i say as if i don't have a, a, a sorry a beauty filter on right now oh i I, <laughs> I definitely don't and i've been looking at myself this whole time and i'm like she's looking pink she's looking pink and yellow it we it's okay we're 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 real here is the thing we are we're very real here and if i would have uh prepared myself a little better i probably would have put a beauty filter on but you didn't and you still look beautiful and that's okay thanks Evie. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> sorry i'm just like sitting here cursing myself out for cursing right now so that's that's all nah. um we got so far without me doing it, though. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. I do it a lot, so. Yeah. Social media, not the vibe for, for mental health. At least for, like, I do post a lot of, like, stuff for myself, but I'm still kind of finding the, like, the to stop comparing myself to other people. Because I'll see, like, especially people who, like, post their, like, fun little photo dumps all the time. I'm like, dang, I wish my life was as cool as you. Or not even that. Like, I wish my Instagram looked as cool as yours. I wish my feed looked like yours. My back in the day, we used to call it my aesthetic. <laughs> I wish my aesthetic was as cool as yours. My IG theme. I don't know if you had this back in the day. I had a specific filter I would use on every single one of my photos. I would whiten the backgrounds of like everything. So it was super white and then like saturated a bunch the white borders theme too. That was so popular back then. Okay, so my current Instagram isn't my first account, but I have so many like archive posts because I've archived like everything from high school, middle school, all that stuff. Um, I need to find my like pink theme. I used to have black and white theme. For That's so Harry Styles. That was, it was for, it was for months. It was, yeah. Well, I used to post covers. <laughs> oh my God, I need to find it. Or like, I would like post little quotes with my theme. We're getting the pink in the bottom, but my pink theme, I would put like pink over everything. Notice the, my bangs. Um, <laughs> this, 
That Snapchat filter used to go dumb, though. Yeah, also the fact that I look the same since I was... uh, I don't know if I would say that you look the same, honestly. Thanks. (laughs) That that smile, that was me trying to get my dimples out so hard. (laughs) That's so real, though. I was literally, like, forcing them so hard, like... Those are not there. I don't know how. Like I- the Adeline Morin. I don't know if you used to watch the Adeline Morin, like how to get dimples tutorial. Sorry, I'm now we're just going through my Instagram, but I need to show you this boomerang from when I did the color run, and like, sorry, my light's like reflecting off of it. Hold on. And I like was like blowing the dust, <laughs> and it and it says spreading happiness because I did the color run. So proud of you for that. I put a hashtag on that too. Anyway, sorry to go down memory lane a bit. But yeah, the themes. But yeah, like comparing myself to other people because in my head I know that we're all just trying to post our best things. We're all trying to look our best. But my eyes don't think that. My eyes don't have brains. <laughs> so they just they just see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, sometimes I get in my head about it because I like care about how I'm perceived I'm sorry but I do most people do like I I care about what people think about me um and like nowadays your Instagram is kind of a big representation of what people think of you like even in now that we're in person in school like a lot of people I met through Instagram or like I saw their Instagram first and then wanted to be their friend literally like Paige we like I'm I I texted you and was like you have to be my friend because I saw your Instagram and thought you were cool. So that's another thing that like I I still struggle with now. But like, what can you do? Sometimes you just have to like get over yourself is what I like to say. Um, also, Pinterest, I've realized recently, I am such a big Pinterest girl. I love me some Pinterest. And recently, you know, money's been really, really, really tight. And as I'm scrolling through Pinterest, I'm finding it less enjoyable because I realize that all of these photos are basically just a bunch of pictures of things that I want or things that I feel like I need to spend money on. That's another thing that I think like TikTok really does it like it people on that app are like, like, especially like the influencers and stuff. They're so wealthy, but they like hide it. And they, like, they cosplay as poor or whatever. So that makes people who don't have the money to afford the things that they have feel bad about themselves. And, like, that can that can go into a whole rant like, about... That could be a whole different podcast episode, but... We do an episode about class struggle. <laughs> people are like, this is not what we came for. We don't care about you two 20-year-old girls, like... Talk about being poor. <laughs> like join the club join get in line girl get in line yeah we're poor it makes us feel bad what What can you do what can you do um another thing that makes me feel bad is anxiety i don't know why i'm doing these like really weird segues (laughs) into topics another thing (laughs) that makes me feel bad is i want to touch all the bullet points because we have some good things on our little list going um social anxiety I like, okay, so first of all, I don't have, I'm not like diagnosed with anxiety, but people, everyone gets anxiety. Um, Especially when I was a kid, I was just like really shy and I hated talking to people and like eventually I got over that, thank God. But 
it was a struggle and like I'm still I've, I've like realized it's just really me being an introvert and like I don't know be just being scared because my parents I don't know if your parents would do this but like because I was shy they would try to push me into situations more so like at McDonald's I was scared to order as I still am to this day um I literally have to like for the most part if I'm going out to like get fast food I will mobile order I don't care what the restaurant is unless I'm like unless I'm like with people um so like as a kid like this has been a thing my whole life and like a lot of people just don't really like ordering I don't know it's just a thing um but my parents would be like no you need to order and they would like have me stand there and they wouldn't say what I want and then they'd make me order to the person. And I, first, as someone who's been on the other side, who's been, like, at the register, do not... So awkward on the other side, too. You're, like, feeling so bad for the person. You're just, like, waiting for them. You don't want to, like, also, like, butt in and try and finish what they're saying either. Because that makes it worse. Just so awkward. Yeah, so that was, like, the origin of mine. I don't know. It was just, like, ordering food. And now, definitely, like, doctor's appointments, like, dentist appointments. I hate making appointments. I've, like, low-key ghosted my dentist because I can't. I just went to the dentist yesterday. And that is a dentist appointment that I had canceled for two years. So... I finally went, guys, but that's, like, that is a huge, huge thing for me. Something about phone calls, that's, I think, a big, big struggle for me. Going in person is scary, yes, but something about calling, I don't understand what it is. I, like, I don't have a theory for it. I, like have also struggled with that but you know what I do which like has really helped me is I'll make a script for myself like anytime I have to make a phone call there's a script there's so many just like random phone call scripts in my phone and it's because well one time in I think in high school like I had to call someone for my mom but it was like something for me so like I had to call and I was really stressed out about it she was like I'm gonna write you a script (laughs) and I was like oh okay and then she wrote me a script and now I just do that every time which is like insane but even with like just the introduction to a phone call where I'm like, hi, can I speak to this person? I will literally write that down and just read it out because it it gets me like out of my head of like thinking, oh my God, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? And then it kind of puts me into like, oh, I need to just read this out loud type of thing. I will write scripts and I will do this thing where like I will put it off for as long as I possibly can still, but I will do this thing where like, okay, pretend my camera is like the call button. I will type in the number and I will sit there for about 10 minutes, freaking out. And then I'll just go, one, two, three, and press it really fast. Because if I press it super fast, then I can't go back. It's already started ringing. And then that person will know I called and they'll either call me back or know that I called. So I've just got to stick it out. Exactly. You kind of just have to... I. Like, in general, with, like, anxiety and stuff, you have to get yourself out of your comfort zone, which is easier said than done. So, we just had some connection issues, so that's, at least, that's for the for the YouTube video. Um, I don't know what we were just talking about, either. I can't, I could not tell you. Oh, we were talking about, like, phone calls, but I don't think that, like... Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I'm so annoyed right now with my existence this is 
Yeah, this is one of those topics, too, just like the dating episode, where there's so much ground to cover that we'll probably do another episode on this topic. We'll probably mention other things. We probably missed a few things. And we probably didn't make sense for all of it, so... Hey. What can what can you do? No one comes here for an intellectual conversation, I'll tell you that. They come here to hear me say like too many times. I don't notice that you do that, though, so... I've been catching myself this new season, new me. <laughs> new season, new me. I'm going to try and lower that number. We should do, like, a cuss count each episode, but, like... I don't know if that made sense, but, like... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm, okay. Before I hit myself, we need to like end this episode. I... Yeah. You guys know the socials. Yes. Please follow. It'll be in the description as well if you're on YouTube or Spotify or whatever. Yeah. Check us out. We've got some new people joining our team too. Super excited for you guys to meet them. When we are actually in the studio. Yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) Paige is home for break. So that's why. But we love it. Anyway, I guess that concludes the episode. Thanks so much for coming along. and. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say I'm participating, but I guess it was just like a listening participation thing. Yeah. Uh, Let us know your thoughts. On... Yeah, list them name by name, actually, in the comments. Yeah, I actually want to hear everyone's opinions on every single thing we touched on today. So I want to hear your thoughts on skins. I'm not going to run down the whole episode, but yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, get to it. Just skins? Just skins, though, not the other two. Only skins. All right, guys. Peace. Bye. Bye.